이라시마세 베라주 어블로드 He made me do it. Say what? Welcome to Pillage of Wood. Okay. I think I'm Japanese. Well, PSA, I lived in Japan for when I was in high school and I learned Japanese. And earlier today, I was running around going, Denwa, Domodaska. It's like, where's my phone? I was because you were staring at me like, what the hell are you saying? Again, um, I do that a lot. I like to say that a lot when I, I cannot find my phone. <laughs> and Welcome I to Pillage Overload, folks. I'll do it in English. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. For those of you who... How about you do it in your normal ballast? Do you speak it? Yeah. Do it, do it in your normal ballast of when we come live and we say, go live! Welcome to Pillage Overload. That's not how it works, but we'll go with that anyway. It'll work. Hello, <laughs> onesie. What's up, bitch? Boo. We have a half an hour with her. She's got another live stream. <laughs> she's got one at nine o'clock. Oh, you jumping into different live streams? Oh, she's bouncing. She goes bounce, 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 bouncy house. Uh, so tonight's episode is. Uh, books. Books. You may have noticed we have some on the. Is board. that what's going on here? Yes. <laughs> is that why I feel like I'm suddenly drowning? I'm drowning in a bunch of books. Our midis, time to get thirsty. Grog on, woohoo! And you learn if you have. <laughs> grog, grog and learn. Lots, lots of books. Grog and lots learn. Of books. Um, this is not even all of them. Just PSA. Mm. This is not all of them. Uh, he told me to pull up the ones that I thought were interesting and important. And then the ones here were kind of like, meh, meh not so interested, but be more pirate. Will you please? Will you please be more pirate? <laughs> anyway, um, a lot of these books have become, I guess we shouldn't jump into it anymore. Yet, yet. We got things to say. I know, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of the game. It's rewind. We got housekeeping. Housekeeping. Sucky, sucky, fella. What? It's the news wire. It's coming across the wire. What's coming across the wire, Balvis? <laughs> um. <laughs> what do so you? So this time last year. Oh. 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 Ish. 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 Within a couple of days. Within you're a couple there. Of days, we were at the Order of Leviathan induction ceremony in St. Augustine. It was a time that, that was. That was awesome. Yeah. It was great. We got to it meet was. a lot of parts of the community. Mm -hmm. um, got to be a part of the ceremony. Uh, Ballas, myself, Willis, and uh, Braze all got to fire the blunderbusses, which mm -hmm. was a lot of fun. To, yes. Uh, kick off the extravaganza um i actually made us some really fancy outfits with your fancy pants well you fancy were fa you were fancy pants was i i was fancy dress yeah i made. i actually made a full uh 18th century gown which this time last year which was beautiful by the way thank you thank it you was. thank you thank you can the books be used on ballast should need occur 
<laughs> Every anything can be used as ballast if anything oh, needs it to. It could occur. go both ways. <laughs> and I have the heaviest book on the bar, by the way. This one. Is that the heaviest oh, one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not gonna. I'm, I don't I, know. That one down there looks kind of thick, but I just don't have the. This one's got some heft behind it. I don't have the attitude or heftitude. You know. No, he's not fancy pants. That's David. Your man is just a jar of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> he is, but he's my handsome jar of dirt. I'm jar of dirt. <laughs> he's my jar of dirt. <laughs> and we're yin and yang tonight. Yeah. On purpose. If you didn't notice that, yes, I had to put that out. Uh, he he said th he said thick thick. <laughs> you said thick. I did. You did say thick. Did I? You did. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, my the gown I made for order was a full 18th century style. So I did the undergarments as well with the stays the. Oh yeah, she was full. I was, I was, I was, I was full into it, um, to the point where it's when. So they say when you wear a pair of stays, it's supposed to mold your body. It's supposed to be comfortable, really not too uncomfortable. That was the idea of it, but I don't care what you say to the women of the 20 and 21st century who are not used to wearing those things. When you get let out of those things, you melt. You melt. You go right on the ground. Yep. I'm still waiting on mine. LOL. Just kidding. What? Your stays? No, your dress. Yes. Your dress. I said nothing to make it say, but yes, I got to make you a dress. Who's this? Lindsay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I got to make, I got to do her dress. And well, we got to do a lot more of this dress, this lady. is a virtue on these things. Yeah. As he knows best of all. Oh, do I? Especially after the freaking short coat, I have to. <sighs> so I'm making him a short coat, a sailor short coat. It was going great until I realized it was cut wrong. Guess what I got to do? It was going great until it wasn't. Going I, I got to I gotta rip it apart and redo it again. Talk about fucking patience. Yep. These Sorry. are the things that you. Is that too early to be swearing? Oh, you're swearing already? I didn't even notice. <laughs> We don't. Whoops. Sometimes we don't notice. Loose things. lips sink ships, or in our case, our live stream. Hopefully, not this week. Nah. As long as we're not like repetitively. Going, no, going I try not to be repetitive. So, uh, this week, obviously, my title is about books. And as you can possibly see. Uh, uh, we told you, you know. Our biggest, our biggest recap for partly is last year was going, it was the order. And in this past year, we're talking about a lot of educating. Actually, it's when it's been partly eight's objective. Our objective has always been educating, teaching, yeah. having fun with history, you know, live, live history, have fun with history. Did you bring them over? You can no, them I did. Okay. So, uh, it's well, a good thing because I'm going to need them. I know you're going to need them. <laughs> So the the purpose of this week is today is National Reading Day, if you did not know that, yeah. which is why Books Bum and Coffee Hugs is on chatting with us because I told her, I'm like, hey, it's books. You know, it's National Reading Day. We're going to be talking about books. Come and chat with us. Uh, and all these books you see here are our resources. And this is what we... Well. 
Not all of them. It's a good chunk of them. These are most of our resources. These are our, our hard copy resources. We also got a bunch of digital resources, which I've talked about in the last couple episodes. And some of the digital uh, resources I have print and hard copy for, especially up in the craft room. None of these are about the 18th century clothing, tailoring, or just colonial period. All these books you see here on our bar are strictly pirate. Let me say that again. They are strictly pirate. Uh, all your books brought my caffeinated ass to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> they bring my ass to the yard, that's for sure. Um, the ones that are sitting right here in this particular pile, which we will get to, are probably our most go-to and favorites. As you can see, I don't even want to show them all the, all the, the notes the and notes stickies. And the there. yellow cards and yeah. the stickies. Clearly they get used a lot. Yeah, it's a horrible accordion. Um, and then let me talk about the top one before you get into your thing. The what? The top book. Oh, yeah. This book. Yeah. <laughs> this book, if you guys that have. book is infamous. This is infamous. If you've ever watched any of our live streams over the past couple years on Talk Like a Pirate, we always bring this one out. It's called Piratude. So you want to be a pirate? Here's how. This is probably the, I would, I would venture and safely say this is the first pirate book we have ever owned. And this was because I bought it for Ballast for his birthday. And ages like, ago, 2007. And I wonder if the paper is, ah, it is, <laughs> I laugh every time and it's getting more faded and more faded and more faded. Uh, 2007. Uh, January. So no, this is from my time slip from when I was working at. Oh, the, working at UVA. Yeah, when I was working at the dining hall. Yeah. So I was clocking and clocking out with January two thousand seven. So this was a present to him, probably two thousand six, because I do remember going into the student bookstore and seeing this and buying this because I remember from the Pirates of the Caribbean poster. I was a big pirate fan, and that this is when we were still dating. Yes, this is when we were before, right before we got engaged, too. Yeah, we weren't engaged. Yet. Yeah, we weren't engaged yet. This is this still is, dating, dating. Yeah, this is how old this is. This is old as dirt. <laughs> but this is the first pirate book we own. We still cherish it. It is still funny as shit. We have a lot of fun with this, especially when we come and do our or slandering making fun of each other yes go go that book that book has served us well on talk like a pirate day go go watch our parley short of suck the monkey you'll thank me later <laughs> so yes this 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 is the holy grail the, of the starting the piracy the pirate book that keeps on giving oh yeah yeah Year many 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 years later, and we keep discovering many good things out of it. It's a fun book. Um, it's by uh, John Bauer, old chum bucket, and Mark Summers, Captain Slappy, who I've actually had some conversation with in the past. Mm -hmm. Be interesting. I see John Bauer. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Are you? He posts a lot. Yeah. It'd be interesting if they mm -hmm. they reach out to us and uh, 
be fun to have a chat with them sometimes if it'd be About awesome book, yeah it'd be awesome yeah. bring them on pillage over and talk about that so maybe 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 beard splitter that's not in the book but yes that's what's so uh kind of the same idea as a beard splitter so uh what do you got in your hand right well, now let me get my old man glasses. what do you got in your old man I'm glasses gonna start with kevin duffus's book about blackbeard who's kevin duffus he is a historian, reenactor guy. Um, that was a gift. That book there was a gift. This one right here. It's called The Last Days of Blackbeard, the Pirate. It uh, was an autographed copy. And that was that's actually from my daddy-o. He's the author of Shipwrecks of the Outer Banks. So he's, yeah, he's a historian. And he's uh, well known as a Blackbeard historian. Very um, in the in the pirate community, we talk about the uh, um, pirates of living history on a YouTube group. He's in there. He like he makes sure that everybody stays on point with their stories and truth about yeah. Blackbeard. Like if we go with a paragraph on the back of it, also for the first time, Duffix exposes the truth behind many of the enduring Blackbeard myths. His Bristol, England birthplace, his fourteen wives. Including Mary Ormond. See, you guys didn't even know about that, did you? The burning of fuses in his hair. We to that. frighten his victims. We'll and the that. countless tall tales of buried treasure. No, well, we all knew tall, that. Notice that is prefaced by tall, tall. tales. Because I'm pretty sure he didn't bury any treasure. We have no short people burying treasure. Secret tunnels and the shocking origin of the legend of his silver-plated skull being used as a drinking cup. By a secret society. Wait a minute. A oh, yeah. Silver-plated skull. You gotta read the book. Gotta read the book. Kevin. I haven't gotten that far yet. Kevin, be you see how many books we have up here? Kevin, be telling the whole story. About I okay to be right here. See, I probably have read about half the Y'all books. Didn't even know. I probably read about half the books that were sitting up here. So yeah, we got that, and it's actually signed. Hmm. How yeah, nice is that? my papa, my papa bear sent that. Yes, my my dad knows how much we're into piracy, and he actually this is not the only book he sent me. He sent me another one about tidewater, coastal towns, the historical stuff, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's really awesome when your family fully supports you on giving you, you know, not only supporting your business but just giving you information to be able to further the education and not only yourself, but you guys, Others the like public, you. which is like we do. JP Jr. What's up, bud? <laughs> Glenster says, 14 wives. Is that true? I don't know. Well, I have heard, okay, I've heard a lot. If you pick up Kevin Duffus's book. Or he could just wait until the episode we do on Blackbeard. We could tell him it's true or not. <laughs> Or you could watch a further episode of Village Overload. Which find out won't sure. be next, which will yeah. not be this season. No, it won't. Um, we've done episode before on Blackbeard. Uh, Hi, Bobo. We didn't get that in depth with it. But, no. Um, I, actually, I actually want to do it. This would probably be a damn good resource for that because this guy is well versed in Blackbeard history. I think we have an- another one up here that is... <laughs> Another um, book on Blackbeard? Yeah, I think it's this one right here. Is it? Oh, no, no, no. Let's talk like a pirate. Hold on. Okay, I don't know. I don't. Think I have another one over here. I don't know if it's... 
A full-on black bear boot? I do have another full-on one. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> I, oh, it's over here. I Thank told God you. For that. The Blackbeard the Pirate, a reappraisal of his life and times by Robert E. Lee. General Lee wrote a book about Blackbeard? I don't know. <laughs> Episode cliffhangers. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> Bo, you're not late. Um, I got this at a secondhand store actually in Yorktown when we were doing uh, Yorktown Maritime. So market. apparently a Confederate general wrote a book about Blackbeard. Uh, Edward Teach, better known as Blackbeard, was one of the How most... Many is that? Edward Teach, better known as Blackbeard, is one of the most tourist pirates ever to plague the Atlantic coast. He was also one of the most colorful pirates of all time. Oh, it's definitely a sure. Uh Becoming the model of countless blood and thunder tales of sea rovers. His daring exploits and personal courage, terrifying experience of 14 wives, made him a legend. See, there's like 14 time. wives. It must be true. Jeez. It's on two books. There you go, folks. He was definitely um, well known for it, apparently. Hey, you know what? You want to really see us go back and forth on the debate? Catch another episode of Between the Bulkheads. And if you haven't catched the episode of Sam Bell, I mean, guess what? It's live now. <laughs> Did I do that okay? <laughs> Well done. I'm sure we can make cut that into a commercial. Uh, and the irony of it all and sarcasm is, is that for weeks we told you guys we were going to do episode called Between the Bulkheads where me and him just basically debated. Have a deep conversation. Well, we finally did it on Sam Bellamy. It is now finally posted. It is episode three of Between the Bulkheads. Check it out. Let us know what you think. And if there's another subject. Maybe the, Blackbeard? I think Blackbeard that would be a good one. I, wanted, I got a couple things to say about that guy. I got a couple things to say about the Queen Anne's Revenge. Like, See? why would you yeah. run it around? Hey, that's my question. No, that was my question. Why would you call it the Queen's Anne Revenge? The Queen Anne's Revenge? Yeah, why would you call it that? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you? Why would you call it that? Why would you confuse lashing and call it that? You bastard. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Last thing we so, want to do is confuse you. We don't want to confuse the lashing. All right. So I let's see. Um, what else? What is? I guess I'll go with this one. I don't next. Pirates. Why don't you talk about the books you actually like? <laughs> I don't. What? Because. I haven't read any of these. Well, you like that one. That one I brought home you thought was pretty cool. It's cool. That's the Time Life yeah, book. I know, but it's gotten there. <laughs> I haven't opened it. Oh, yeah, you have. There's just no back description on it. There could be. I well, it's multiple magazines. Well, it's a I cool think. book. Let's put it that way. There's maybe actually there's a whole a, series of those. The only reason why I picked up that one is because we only cared about pirates and contents i mean steve bonnet yeah wood carvings um it, it's a time it's time life magazine put into a pretty awesome book yes that's all did. i gotta say and <laughs> the reason you can tell it's awesome is look at the very beginning this is like before you even get into mm -hmm. the table of contents you get that I was there when you got it. Yeah, I know you were there when I and you were there when I was staring at the other ones a part of the series and changing my mind. All the engravings and cool pictures and all this good stuff. See, there you go. 
It's a cool book. It doesn't have a little blurb on it, but it's because it's from clearly magazine. we know what it's about. It's inspired. <laughs> but it's a cool book. It's nice. I just hard, thought it was cool that Time Time Life magazine actually put together their yeah. see Time Life books, Seafarers. Yes. And it's got a really nice binding on it. Yeah. There, there were like I said, there was nice more book. there was more to the series, but I didn't give a shit about if the you rest ever of the series. See it hiding out on the shelves in your uh local bookstore. Hey, got Pick you on the big TV. Rup row. Did you tell oh. me you almost got him a kid book? Which kid book? It's a good thing we're not. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I told him about those kid books and I said we were gonna go back for those kid books. But what Lindsay's talking about is during not the recent trip is. Oh, oh Lord, here we go. So it's not only about seriousness and all <laughs> this piracy. We also have fun. Who takes this as serious anyway? The code of the zombie pirate. How to become an undead master of the high sea. Check out that cover. I mean, come on. How can you go wrong with that? I mean, yes. Let's hear. What what do they got to say? About you want this? Me, pirates, zombies, two of our greatest obsessions come together for the first time. I'm pretty sure it's not the first time, but we will go with it. Uh, zombies of the Caribbean are the <laughs> ultimate pirates, and you too can live or die <laughs> under the code. But did you die? But did you die? Cake or death? Here are the secrets to selecting, customizing, and managing a motley crew of pirates come zombies. Here you'll Make learn how to. You will. Here you'll here you learn how to live of a plunder and adventure on the high seas and much more, including why zombie pirates are better than plain old pirates. How to find a vessel worthy of a bunch of dead guys. The uniform an undead captain and his crew. How to create the perfect zombie pirate flag. Where treasure chests are buried. Whether or not to go full zombie and more. Hmm. <laughs> they teach you how to create a zombie pirate flag. The Rollicking Guide will introduce even the most jaded zombie or pirate lover to an exciting new world. Come aboard! Come aboard. We're expecting you. I gotta go take a shot or three to catch and, up. Do I not? He's like, I gotta take a shot or three to catch up. Sorry, was I talking a little bit fast? Who was that? That was well, Willis is on. Oh. You got you got zombie pirate flags. <laughs> What's in a nickname? Your shit finding a vessel worthy of a bunch of undead guys. The benefits of zombie pirates over say regular pirates. Oh my. Or regular. Yeah. Oh my. I haven't gotten in too much into this, so but it was a it was oh. yeah, you're yelling at me about hitting the mic tonight. See. So hello. Um, Anyway, anyway, on to some more. Uh, back serious. to the serious stuff. Here. Seriousness. Who so this came out a little while ago. Uh, is there a date on this? It would be right there. Tw last year. It was uh, display until of last year. Yeah, November of 2020. November of last year, this came out. So it's a National Geographic. Special edition on the shipwrecks. Golden Age of Piracy. Shipwrecks. And shipwrecks. Imagine that. And it Do I was have pretty sweet that we got a hold of a oh, copy oh, of it. Oh, oh, oh. Guess what else says shipwrecks? Pirates, shipwrecks, conquests, and the lasting legacy. Or shipwrecks, sea stories, and Jamie the Coast. Good all. So, yeah, pretty cool. This that was, was just one article. That's yeah, not the, whole, the whole thing is on ship um, on pirates. pirates. Yeah. 
like the whole magazine. There's not like anything else in here but shipwrecks and pirates. So it's pretty cool. Yes, you get to be a Tagalong pirate soon. You are a pirate. So if you find that tired. one, a copy of it floating around somewhere, grab it. And, and then uh, along with sh shipwrecks, sea stories, and legends of the Delaware coast, I started reading this. Unfortunately, uh, it starts the, the earliest wreck in this one is not Golden Age Piracy. I think it starts, what did they say? It was 17, 17, 1785. But guess what? I don't care. I like shipwrecks. I like that's shipwrecks. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. Um, oh, yeah. You want to talk about that before I get into these two? Go ahead. <laughs> Keep you want to go on this one? Um, one of the other cool books that I recently found was called Caribbean Pirates. It's by George Beham, I guess. A treasure mm -hmm. chest of fact, fiction, and folklore. Uh, it's really kind of neat because it talks a lot about the common culture of piracy, including all pirate festival. Um, I think this was uh, published early 2000s. Um, I think, yeah, 2007 to 2010. So it talks about the movies and where the pirates hung out. They actually got some people that we know in it, uh, like the Rusty Cutlass <laughs> was coming through here. And, uh, you, I don't know if I could find it again. Uh, but yeah, it was like flapping through the pages, flapping. I was flipping. Yeah, there they are. Flipping. Flipping the rusty yeah. cutlass photo courtesy of Pirates in Paradise, who mm. we are also aware of in Key West, Florida. So I don't know if you can see that, but that might be something we take a picture and share with you guys in the community chat. But that was literally, I saw this. And also Williamsburg, Virginia, January 2007. So this was kind of close to home. I kind of think of this as a catch-all, end-all type of um, pirate in training type of idea. You have the um, pirate movies, the culture of piracy, the dictionary of pirates, and also the festivals, places. So I thought this was really cool. It's also a really good quality book with pages and all that. And it was a lot of fun. cover too. Yeah, it's from Hampton Roads Publishing Company. Um, but Definitely yeah, local. It was local. So I saw this. I liked it. It was a pretty cool book. So I picked it up because I thought it'd be fun to check out. I am got a day off work and everything. Good! Yeah, this book was an awesome find. I actually was really excited about just the quantitative different things i mean they even yeah. got the the chest from the movies and, yeah, and they talk like, about goonies and the other movie it, well, it just like i, I like because it's divided up nicely there's a lot of short museums yeah that you can read about and it's you know uh there's it's an a, easy read it's more of a reference tool i would say because you got like one of those like thousand places to visit type of books but with piracy yeah. you know thousand books to read that are pirate thousand movies and museums and all that so yeah a collection all that stuff so it. this was a cool book uh just a so good reference this this one's an oldie but a goodie what I is that from like the microphone. yeah you kept yelling me yeah, but we've had this, this for a while 
number 14 edition of Pirates Magazine. Let me see what the year is. Does it have a year? I don't know. We got that but, when we were in But what's Maryland. awesome about this is we had, we've had this for a long time, and it was kind of before we got into reenacting. And now that I'm looking at what's on just the cover of this, it's got the St. Augustine Pirate Museum. Uh, that is what we just talked about. Benerson Little. I got Melon and the Buccaneers of the Americas. We were just talking about him recently. Where is um, the book of Benerson Little? I just and then on the back, it's got Baltimore. Oh, he's in my face. Baltimore Knife. Here's Benerson Little. Uh -huh. Yeah, there you go. I got See? the Golden Age of Piracy, Truth Behind Pirate Myths, Benerson Little. The pages of the magazine are sticking together. It's not that kind of magazine. <laughs> and I'm, I haven't been through this in a while, but I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people that I would recognize. I bet we see Totoroy and Willow somewhere in there, just this, because. Well, the copyright says 2011, so that's when this was put out. I would believe that. We got that right before we uh, came down here. We moved down to Virginia. Yeah, so there you go. This is pretty cool. We've had this floating around the house for similar, similar ever. to the Pirate is one of those that we've had forever and a day. Yeah. Um, we how? I mean, I'm, get I'm more sure on that. I could go through this and find. All I mean, you're gonna start. You're gonna start hitting nostalgic level if you sit there and keep digging through that. You talk about the new one I found. Arch. Yeah. So With the worst cover ever. It is the worst cover, <laughs> and it is the worst cover ever. So back in episode two or three, I think earlier in the year, somebody had joked around and said we need to have a pirate kick cooking show or a pirate cookbook. Now we've joked about a pirate cookbook. Um Miss Snowcone Pixie, Lindsay, and I were walking around and we found this book called Just Add Rum. I will give you... I can get on board with that. Yeah, well, it, it's literally... Um, it's it's a cookbook with rum. I mean, how rum could you... Rum is the go? main ingredient in yeah. the recipes. It ain't rum neither. No, I mean, it's... Oh, you're talking about something else. Oh, yeah, you guys shut up. <laughs> We got a blurb on the back. What's the blurb? Uh, the blurb says, discover how easy it is to make real thirst quenching Caribbean drinks and mouth watering food. <laughs> there are many great reasons to use rum, like drinking. Yeah. Uh, cooking mm. with rum adds a rich flavor to appetizer soups and desserts. Rum mixes easily with everything from soup. Wait, whoa, whoa, back up. Soups? You can put rum in soup. I, I actually, one of the first pages I. Popped open and said, "Was a soup." <laughs> We're about to get out of soup season, so you're gonna have to rum wait till the fall. Soup. Rum soup. Uh, rum mixes That's easily something. with everything from soft drinks, dur, uh, to fruit, dur, to coffee, dur, uh, <laughs> and chocolate, dur. Making it the perfect year-round drink. In the summer, enjoy fruit-inspired cocktails. In winter, serve up a heaty hot chocolate or aromatic coffee drink. It's definitely a year-round drink. There are a lot of other drinks out there, but few have as colorful and diverse history as rum. 
from swashbuckling pirates. Yay. Uh, sugar King harvesting slaves to boisterous British sailors. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Okay, Jersey. <laughs> I said boisterous sailors. What do you want me to do? Uh, I like some rum, rum and ice with a little bit of soda water, right? This little bit of soda water. It's called the Willis Special. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you, the nanny? <laughs> she is from Jersey. Yeah, really. There's a rum, rum and cheese soup, Bermuda fish chowder. Yeah, Bo's like Jersey, hotter <laughs> than hotter than hell. Beef chili soup, chilled passion fruit and dilled shrimp soup with Bohemian seafood chowder, pumpkin hey, hey. lime soup. That'll help you get the scurvy away. Anyway, all right. Uh, that, that was the recent one. That's another fun one. We're gonna try this. What exit? Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> and you laugh. That's true. Seventy four going north. Sixty nine going south. Yeah, sixty nine going down. <laughs> That's hmm. Anyway, so we got. Uh, pirates in the illustrated history. It's a picture book, the kind I like she the best. Us. It's a bunch of pictures. Who wrote that one? This one is by Nigel Cawthorn. So that was actually one of our first uh books we found. One. We started, yeah, yes. So, again, one of the early ones. Read a little thing, a little blurb on the back. Blurb. In their own lifetimes, many pirates were admired as romantic heroes. They were men and women who lived the life there on their own terms. From Blackbeard, Captain Kids, Bartholomew Roberts, and Anne Bonny. Mm. The wealth of pirates made from plunder allowed them to live like lords at a time when most people experienced only poverty and squander. Well, well if they only knew most pirates experienced they, oh, they 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 squandered. Pirates yeah. squandered. It, it's an Pirates. illustrated history, looks in the reality behind legends and reveals a world often more bloodthirsty than anything acted out by Errol Flynn. We know that guy. Oh, yeah. Errol Flynn. Yeah. Errol Flynn, who was written by Captain Blood. Sebastian Sabat uh, something Sabatini. Sabatini, yeah. Who wrote it and um, who, who, who was said to write that book. And movie, well, actually, he wrote the book. The movie came after the book, but it was supposed to be after Captain Morgan. So there's a lot of cool pictures in this one. Henry this Morgan, who we spent three weeks talking about. Um, books like this are also good, like, if you're looking to... Simple, If, if you can find... Like, this one looks like it has some a good bunch of historical uh, engravings and, you know, navigating talks about navigating tools and a lot of the engravings you might get some good ideas for garb things like that it's pretty cool because it's got some good stuff in it you know that it joke like you know that joke that was told to you this morning about a washing machine yeah uh -huh. what about it he thought it'd be funny to say it again Apparently, he's a washing machine. He's on repeat. Oh, yeah. Rinse and repeat. 
Yeah, that sounds like the list. Yeah, it does. Brentson, BP. Um, oh, you're going to go to that one. That's one you like. Yep. Uh, I'm not even going to touch these yet because these are, well, this one Saving we can touch. For last. So, uh, what do you look for? Uh, Which book the you look for? Pirate flag one. Where did that go? Uh, that's a good question. It was on top. Where'd it go? Hold on. I'm <laughs> it's probably underneath. It's on the bottom. It's on the very bottom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you watch Between the Bulkheads, the episode we did recently, we were talking about Sam Bellamy. I referred to a book called Pirates of the Chesapeake, which is somewhere on the bar. Oh, it's down here. It's the bottom book right here. Um, and right my and my comments about what are, uh, my my love and hate relationship with it. Um, along with that, there's also Pirates of Maryland, and the author that did Pirates of Maryland also did a book called Pirates of Virginia, which I would recommend by one or the other. And I'm guessing a lot of those are the same pirates. It's well, it is a lot of same pirates that you said that, but because it's from the same set of authors, it's a lot of the same chapters. There's, I that would, in Maryland and Chesapeake, and Virginia I would say that between, kind of close to each other. yeah, I would say between Pirates of Maryland and Pirates of Virginia, the two books that they wrote, about two thirds are identical from one to one. Now, Pirates of Chesapeake Bay, which was from colonial era to the Oyster Wars, is written by Jamie Goodall. And if you go watch it, sorry about that joke. so funny. It bears repeating. I bet it is. It was hilarious. It, it You're was so funny. Funny. It's so, 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 so awesome, darling. Um, <laughs> uh, it, so go watch the episode and listen to my opinions on this one. I have a love-hate relationship she with it. She has opinions. I have opinions. I also have opinions on this one, which I had to discuss in that, but it goes along with this. But I digress. <laughs> I... We see that a lot around here, if you ever know. I digress. Uh, this book called Pirate Women by Laura Suk Duncombe. I do Wahoopa. Laura Suk Suk Duncombe. Duncombe? Okay. I got this book because of Pirate Kingdom on Netflix. Well, then up so the crowd could see. Oh. <sighs> So Pirate Kingdom from Netflix is what we were talking about with Ed Fox and a bunch of those other authors. And I actually chased down a lot of those authors to get books. This is one of them that I chased down. And actually, uh, one of the other officers of our crew, Liskana Company, Lieutenant Wall, was mentioning this book to me. She was starting to read it. Um, I started reading this book, I think, last year. Uh, let me show you where I'm at right now. That is where I'm at. So you didn't even get halfway. I am struggling to get through this book. I am struggling with... It's okay to have a, <sighs> do a bad review. <sighs> I am struggling with the way the cadences and the stories and how they're getting through it. I think... I don't know. I am... I'm struggling. I, I don't have too much to say just about it. I need to finish reading it to have it an out. honest opinion. Get it out, honey. Get I'm it just out. saying I'm struggling. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. The struggle is real. I done four shots in 20 minutes. Time to go do three more. I'll be right back. 
Okay. I we thought you were in the middle of doing something <laughs> right now that was not possible he's, for yeah, you to even be here. He's making rum soup. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's doing. The the white porcelain god does not count for rum soup. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, go ahead right. and talk about this one. You want to talk, talk about, about that, that or talk about that? I'm Which one you save talking? that one for your last? Because these are the four that we we, li we really go by. We'll talk about those next. Yeah, we'll go ahead. Go talk about that one. Which goes back into. <laughs> hey. Take it off his fingers tonight. No, you're just pushing. Don't be pushy. So, talking about Pillage of uh, Road. We are a Pillage Overload. <laughs> talk about Between the Bulkheads. Yes. This is the book I was referencing when I did. We did. We. Did our episode of Between the Bulkheads, which was a lot of fun. Sam Bell. Clearly, it's just called Pirates: A Swashbuckling Journey Across the Seven Seas. Think of it as an encyclopedia, a short encyclopedia. Yeah, it's a nice, big, huge coffee table book. It's got. You keep calling it that. It is. Well, no, I think it's a it's a good description yeah. of it. It's got very That's basic, is. which is why I keep looking for it, and it's not on the shelf. The, this one's <laughs> it's. It's, it's nice in a way, and it's kind of not nice in a way. Um, the nice thing is, is it covers the history of pirates from the very beginning. Like, you open it up, and they start out. Like. They start out. Where do they start out? As pirates. <laughs> they literally start with the origin of pirates in the first pirates and they start it's a picture book can i talk i'm just reading the comments <laughs> i'm i'm dictating to what he's saying and the... okay cool just, just saying um I'm not saying they start saying. with rome's fight against the sicilians in 200 bc so if that tells you anything about the comprehensiveness it's kind of like this mil book, it's kind of like military through the ages as pirates Basically, yeah. It's like Pirates Through the Ages. Um, so, yeah, it covers a lot. The bad thing about it is that each subject is only like a couple pages long. So, the problem we were having with, say, when we were talking about Sam Bellamy is that it only, there was only like, out of this huge book, there's only two pages on Sam Bellamy. And the one book that we do have a bunch when it refers to Sam Bellamy is the expedition of the Witta. And I started reading that uh, last week. And when I was telling him, I got like partially through it and I stopped reading it. It's, it's all about the guy who found the Witta, which I get it. That's what you write a book about, about yourself, about your expedition. Barry Clifford is the person she's talking about. Thank you. But it's just like, I want to know about the Witta. I want to know about Sam yeah. Bellamy. I don't give a flying about you. I just want to know about the ship and yeah. the sucker ship. Because that's Barry why Clifford, I'm... Barry Clifford's kind of in love with himself. He, <laughs> he likes himself a lot. I, I so mean, he talks about himself a lot. He talks about himself. He talks about uh, Mel Fisher. He talks about how the expeditions got started. I mean, it was like blah, the, blah, the boat blah, went blah. from here to here to here to here to here. And I'm like, when are we going to talk about the widow? Because that's all I cared about. I like 
I like shipwrecks. <laughs> so, hence why I'm called so, shipwreck. In reference to our, uh, what I guess, research or what we do to prepare, we have. Oh, you like using the we we got we got several wonderful, things. Wonderful, wonderful to do list. You that, you that use that. We have that. I like this. And then we also use. It's got space, and I can write big letters. I can see it from far away. Well, so. the, the, yes, those are your those are your comments on what we need to talk about. These these are reference cards. Um, essentially, each one of these are with our larger reference books. And this may seem dull and dumb to you guys, but we talk about this a lot, is crossing our T's and dotting our I's. It's really important we understand the history when we talk about it. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. We joke around. We be stupid. But the, the honest history, at least what we understand the history, and that's all we can speak to. All we can do is try to be as accurate as possible. Yeah, with the research we know, and the same thing when we go out with our crew, with the Loose Cannon Company, and we're live, we want to educate the best we can about what the true piracy is. We love Disney, but they don't understand piracy. If you watch Jake the Pirate, you understand they don't understand pirates. But, you know, some of the things I do is we have a card with the topic and the page numbers as we reference items. I think I've mentioned this before. So that if we go back to a book, we, we know what we've referenced on it. And speaking of that, speaking the of book that you're holding. It, this is our whole, I would say this is the Holy Grail book. Mr. Willis would probably agree with this one. Um, the Republic of Pirates by Colin Woodward. I have read this book. You have at least gotten halfway. I've read halfway through it You've gone halfway through it. So <laughs> twice. That is, for not a big book reader, that's still awesome for you to be able. <laughs> I'm not patronizing a, you. I'm, be, no, I'm giving a compliment. Okay, so shut cool. up. That's cool. Uh, and he says, "Yeah, he says, yeah, y'all are educated." And then I show up and go fucking Disney tard. <laughs> you're not Disney tard when you're wearing my clothes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Never mind. I think he's just referring to the live stream. No, oh, Lindsay. That was Lindsay. Oh, Disney tard. She's okay. She's not Disney tard, but she's wearing my clothes. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, it is the bomb. It is a really good book. We talk about when we come back in the fall in season nine, when we hit a hundred episodes, this book will be part of our hundred episode giveaway. We love this book. We find a lot of value on it. Colin Woodward and a lot of the, the history and the research we have done. He is a very good historian, researcher and all that. I mean, we have... The, Actually, he. this is the only book we got from Colin Woodward. I got mistaken for David Quarterly. Colin Woodward with The Republic. And then Under the Black Flag by David Quarterly, who's another author who was... Um, was he on Pirate Kingdom? Was he one of the ones? Both, both of these guys were on Pirate Kingdom was, yeah. interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. You're not that special. Come on. I meant my limited knowledge tagging along being a pirate. Oh, you know enough. Shut up. Uh, Under the Black Flag, David Cordenly. This was another one that is pretty good. 
and he did a uh, complimentary book called Pirate Hunter of the Caribbean, obviously by Woods Rogers, which we were talking about with um, Alexander Selkirk and uh, Dampier. Mm-hmm. So he did both. Notice uh, all the. Yeah, notes. You got all the notes. notes in there. And then another author who we really reference is called uh, Black Flags and Blue Waters uh, by Eric J. Dolan, which is another one that I have a bunch of notes in here. And then the one that I just got recently with Mrs. Snowcone Pixie is not somewhere I can see zombie it. Zombie Pirates? No, it's not Zombie Pirates. Where is the one from. I just found one about Captain Kidd. Yeah, it's not. And I thought I brought it up here. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Oh. Here it is. Pir- the Pirate Hunter, the True Story, Captain Kidd by Richard Zacks. I just got this one. Lots of Pirate Hunter. Lots of Pirate Hunter. Ruby, shut Um. This one, I'm actually really, I was really excited to see. A Time Magazine Best Book of the Year. Captain Kidd has gone down in history as America's most ruthless buccaneer. Fabulously rich. Fabulous. Fabulously. Marrying treasure up and down the eastern seaboard. But it turns out that most everyone, from novelties to scholars, has a story all wrong. Captain (laughs) Willie Kim was no career cutthroat. He was a tough successful New York sea captain who was hired to chase in the chase pirates in the 1690s. His (laughs) three year odyssey aboard the aptly named adventure galley (laughs) would bid him against the arrogant Royal Navy commanders, jealousy, senior company, captain storms, starvation, angry natives, and above all flesh and body, Pirates. You don't have to read the whole thing. Captain Kidd found himself facing a long-forgotten rogue by the name of Robert Colford who lured Kidd's crew to mutiny not once, but twice. I won't read the rest of it. Twice. 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 Black Flags with Waters by Eric J. Yeah, I got, we got that one. That one I read. I like that one. It was um, not a bad read when it... I kind of held off uh, after he published it before I got it. But... Actually, he's he's got some good. Uh, we talked about we got Alexander Selkirk. He talked about Hallett. He can wait. He can. We got ten minutes. Yeah. He can. He can suck it up. He can suck it up, Buttercup. But yeah, this was this was another good buy. Um, another good one that. Uh, we recently purchased and Ballas has been on me about getting for a while was um well obviously y'all know do I do uh I paint pirate flags so I wanted to get some good the history on them important of it so I had her get me the definitive book about Jolly Rogers the true history of pirate flags by Ed Fox so uh yeah this is a great book so far um what's <laughs> what's funny about it i've read it I'm about halfway through it the funny thing about this book is that it kind of starts out like and i'm you know if you haven't read it sorry uh 
spoiler alert, I'm going to give you a little bit of what's up with this book. Um, the beginning of it, he just kind of goes, well, everything you know about higher flags, forget all that because it's not true. He's right, <laughs> though. I, I've talked about it with you before. Yeah, we, we we've kind of hit on this subject before on the show, but it's pretty funny to actually see it, like, you know, be affirmed. Um, so we'll read the blurb on the back. Excuse me. The Jolly Roger is the most iconic flag in the world. In the 18th century, it was a flag to send cold shivers of fear down the spines of honest seamen. <laughs> to see the skull and crossbones flying meant misery, fear, death, and it meant pirates. So that's a that's about as far as I've gotten. I know me. in the last half of the book, he pretty much brings it around to who actually had pirate flags and what they were and how that all worked. Um, but this book is available on Amazon. Actually it is. Yeah. So, um, and he is one of the historians that they referenced on pirate kingdom, on pirate kingdom. Um, He's are, also in the pirate history. Yeah. We are part of a group on Facebook called the authentic, authentic. pirate living history group and ed runs it um so we've had we've spoken to him here and there before um but he's very very knowledgeable and this is so far is a really good book easy read so if you get a chance go get it it's cool quenster says cool that was a question i always wanted to ask the actual history of pirate flags actually yeah. ballas was planning on um, and that was one of the main reasons why we got the book was to put together a, a short video on the history of flags and the symbolism of flags. Yes. Ahead, so um, if you do want to get it, Glenn, his, his name is Ed, but he goes by E.T. Fox. Um, if so, if you search that on Amazon, that's what you'll find him under. He has a couple other books. He's two that we want to get. Three other books. Yes. Two of them. He actually did ones. a second book, a follow-up book to this about pirate flags also. He's got two books about so, talking uh, pirate language, which is what I want to get. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. On that it's one, right? one on this one, and it's uh, he has two books about pirates and in their words. So he just did uh, a follow up to that, and I believe those books are just about the documentation of she bumped into something. Uh, we got skull and crossbone. I'm trying to read with all the the yeah. There's a lot of symbology of all the skulls who cool hit in the Amazon. We're done here. Thanks. Actually, um, if you can't find it, let me know. I'll send you the link. Uh, but that yeah, it's. It was pretty it's cool good. reading. It, it's a lot of what's nice is that, and you'll you hear us talk about between the bulkheads is that Ed Fox's this is what his PhD was in. He was in all uh, that's what he studied and all that. Mm -hmm. So the man knows his stuff. And you watch about what they did with Pirate Kingdom, and he was a part of it. And then you go and listen to about what they were talking about in the 
Authentic Pirate Living History Group and Facebook, they talked about the Pirate Kingdom on Netflix and, you know. And his role in it. I think he didn't want to bash it too bad, but he, I think he was a little disappointed about the things that he was talking about and what they took from his interviews. And, and the reality is, is that, I mean, all of us and with today's technology, and even with what we're doing here on our YouTube channel and our shorts and everything we do, People can always mix and pull snippets of what we say and make it to what they want it to be. So there's always that fear and I don't know fear, but there's always that realization that might happen. Yeah. So we always got to stick to what we know and what we believe and just continue speaking that. And then anybody who ever follows us and supports us, and acknowledges us. Well, if anything ever gets out there, we just got to rely on those people that can kind of like back squash up. it, squash it. The hourglass meaning time is fleeting. Oh, is that what the second one was? Okay, I didn't see what the second one was. I saw a skull and crossbones. I couldn't tell what the second one was, and I saw the death head. I do, mm -hmm. I do realize. Yeah, there's a lot of symbolism on pirate flags, which and is actually yeah drew from specific symbols to put on their flags which obviously. is how you came up with our our historical parley eight flag each one of the symbols have a meaning behind them yeah it, well that in our case was more based on the things that we stand for so um that was kind of how they grabbed their symbolism and made it their own so they would have taken things that meant something to them personally and incorporated it into their flag. Which or is or striking the fear of the, right. the common known symbols. Obviously mm -hmm. in the 21st century, we don't need to be striking fear in the hearts of, you know, my personality can do that enough. <laughs> I roll. Yeah. Got a headache yet? Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I, it's just today nowadays is anybody who does, um, who comes up with their flags. It's more the personality with the crews meaning and all that. And we've we've not only done it with and our boy, flag, do they have some personality. Yeah, and not <laughs> only have we done it with our flag, we've also helped some other crews come up with their their own flag designs, which has been fun. And Mouse does an amazing job with taking their ideas and conveying them onto the canvas in a more historical look than the screen print and all that. So uh, obviously that's what we try to do as yeah, Parley hand, 8. Hand it's, painting with tinsel under that. Yeah. Hand painting. We take the time to research. We do the, the fun, dumb jokes. We're gonna do the, the, I don't even know where the cookbook went. We'll do the cookbook foods. We're pirates. We'll drink the rum. We'll drink the rum. <laughs> I think if I have to summate parlay in anything is that we're, we we want to be pirates. We love being pirates. We want to share the history. We want you to understand the the romanticization of what pirates were and the the, <laughs> and the romanticization on what pirates really were, what the history we do here. 
with the fun of our, our our stupid dad jokes. I know you guys have been watching those and that. And then coming in and watching us do between the bulkheads and Ballast and I having a really hearty discussion about that was the first time I did it all night. You kept doing hands there. You kept doing it all night with hitting the books, and I managed to do it first. Um the <laughs> Yeah, I totally lost my train of thought. The conversations that we have when we start reading versus his version of Research of Mind, which is really what makes I think this Comes all together. It brings it together on all sides. So, uh, graceful Betty, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> Brat. On that note. On that, it is on that note. We are on the, yeah, we are on the top of our hour. Wow, that was done of the hour. Okay. We're, We're done, done with, the, with hour. the hour. We're done with you guys. We are done. D-O-N-E. It's time to go. Shot across the bow and over it. Thank you for joining us in our our this week's episode of books. It's National Reading Day in America. Share reading. It is so important. We are only where we can be with learning. It's, you know, it's a lot of good stuff. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Until next week. When we start talking about more fun educational stuff like metrics. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. We I'm love you all. So Thank you for coming and joining us. Hashtag drink more rum.